From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's going to the cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hey, welcome back. This week we're going to talk about The Book of Boba Fett, a TV series that I've had a mixed reaction to, so I wanted to get my opinions out there in the internet sphere or whatever you call it, the film sphere. So I hope you've had a great weekend or a great week in general, so just sending some positive vibes out there. But I wanted to talk about The Book of Boba Fett because it is the the sort of spin-off that kind of works more as a half season rather than its own television series and i kind of feel like this is a case of a tv show where it's spin-off um just the sort of format of a spin-off is questionable so i wanted to say this right off the bat i have no problem with boba fett being a character who has his own story i, I don't mind that this character who is popular as a side character in star wars I don't mind that he has his own television series. I think fundamentally speaking, the idea of a Boba Fett series rubs people the wrong way, but not me. In my opinion, you can have a spinoff that it closely examines the character, gives the character his due. I don't mind that. That is actually pretty okay for an idea. It's an okay idea. I think it depends on the execution of the idea, but again, it just depends. And in this case, it's a bit of a mixed bag. So the book of Boba Fett follows Boba Fett and missionary, uh, mercenary Fennec Sand as they navigate the underworld of the Tatooine planet and they try to claim Jabba's old palace. And then they run into problems with this syndicate that's passing this drug known as a spice. It's kind of a kind of a weird convoluted plot to be honest with you but it's basically Boba Fett tries to be a crime boss the series and I will say off the bat that I actually really do like the acting from Tamara Morrison and Ming-Na Wen as our two leads I think it's great that we have not only people of color as our leads in a Star Wars film uh, spinoff but it's great to have them in general because they are both very talented and they have great chemistry together I'll be honest like um I think that I had a bit of trouble with the character in theory because of the fact that like I preferred the original voice of Boba Fett back in 1980 when they had that non-special edition voice. But I've grown so much um, attached to Morrison now that I, I kind of don't mind the special edition voice now. I used to have problems with it just because I was like, okay, well, he doesn't have to sound like his dad. But... I don't mind now and I think that they're both very talented great character actors and it's it's great to see Ming-Na Wen I'll be honest I haven't seen her in a lot of work recently so for her to be in it I thought it was wonderful I do want to say that like I think that this is a show that has had a lot of ups and downs and I think it kind of comes down to the fact that I'm not sure what it's building up to that's really what it is throughout the series you feel like you feel like it's building up to something, but you're not super excited about it. Like the Syndicate storyline, it doesn't really feel as urgent as it has to be. I think the reason why the original series Mandalorian, which in itself is a spinoff of the whole Star Wars thing, but whatever. But the Mandalorian, which this show spun off of, 
Now that felt like it was always building up to something great, or it just felt in general like it always has a great adventure that we're leading up to. Because throughout the uh, seasons, they would get into these adventures with these people, and then by the end of it, the people would team up with them for a greater adventure. Like the end of season two, how you have all these characters coming in to make sure that Google gets to his, you know to a safe uh, safe destiny you know get to, you know we got to protect Grugo <laughs> in the finale and we have all these characters to do so and we also have like this villain that is kind of showing up here and there and now let's deal with it now and I think that that's what people really loved about the Mandalorian was that it was episodic but it felt like the characters are sort of gathering friends for a greater journey and I think that's actually really thoughtful and it makes it seem like it isn't just episodic, but like serialized episodic programming. In this case, it feel, it's very serialized, but it then takes these detours that feel episodic. Like the second episode of the whole series is about the Tusken Raiders and training with them and living with the people. I think it's a great idea for an episode, like an episodic episode of The Mandalorian, but I think in this case, it kind of took a detour away from like the storyline, so you felt like the first episode pr uh, sets up the arc, which is Boba Fett having a bit of trouble becoming the crime boss of tattooing, you know, or at least becoming like the sort of leader of tattooing, like the mob boss. I don't know, it's kind of weird because like Boba Fett wants to be head of a crime syndicate himself but then he doesn't really participate in crime or he's very much against certain types of crime it's kind of confusing where Boba Fett is as a character and I think by season two they need to really figure that out because I think a lot of fans aren't connecting with this version because of the fact that you know I don't think the writers know where to take him and that first episode sets up that idea and then the second episode they go over to this I will say detour and they do have some parts about the syndicate and wanting to be a crime boss and all that. But then that's sort of abandoned and then comes back in the third episode. And it's just one of those things where like but from the third episode onwards, you get the fourth episode. And then the fifth and sixth episode are another detour. But those are, is a, that's actually a great detour, but due to d detriment of the show. And then uh, episode seven concludes it. So it kind of feels like we get four maybe just three episodes on the main storyline and it's a very serialized storyline where otherwise nothing happens until we get to those ideas but the thing is that the fifth and sixth episode this is me getting to two spoilers of the series i kind of assume in general you've seen the series or you have a vest uh, invested interest in the entire star wars franchise if you're listening to this review but the fifth and sixth episode are very heavy on the Mandalorian stuff and essentially Boba Fett as a character and his uh, rag team of like f supporting characters are not in it at all they are not even in it for a second they have like one character shows up towards the end of the fifth episode and then the sixth episode you know they show up but they hardly have any lines the idea is that like the Mandalorian character is such a f great character and along with Grogu who is in it they are both really solid characters with great chemistry they are just fun and honestly I, I get emotionally attached to these characters like I was actually like on the verge of tears during one particular part but I'm gonna be honest with you those characters are so good that they hurt their spinoff they are they, these two episodes are the best episodes the show has 
But then when I have to go back to the Boba Fett stuff, it's like, okay, now I lost my interest because I wanted to see these characters for a whole year. Because the fact is that every year, it's going to take me another year to see um, The Mandalorian again. Because season three is coming out later on this year in 2022 or 2023 from some rumors. The idea is that I don't think it's good to have your spinoff characters be outshined by the original characters because it's really harmful in the end because the fact is that I want to care about these characters and the idea is that you'd never show a better movie in your movie and the Mandalorian characters have these two episodes dedicated to them where they go through their story arcs like Grogu's training to be a Jedi and he's conflicted between his feelings for Mandalorian and his feelings for uh, regarding being a Jedi and B- Mando himself, you know, he has this conflict about whether or not he can truly be a Mandalorian. And he has his conflicts about the fact that he let Grogu get away. It's really complex, emotionally well-driven, just thoughtful writing that the series doesn't have, but these two characters bring to it. And I think that's really where the series fundamentally falls apart is that you just don't have that attachment to these characters in the same way that you have an attachment to the cast of the original uh, series. And so you ask yourself, is it a good thing that we get these two episodes that are just great in general, beautifully written, beautifully directed? Is it is it something bad to have these two great episodes in a series that really gets outshined by them the rest of the yes to some extent they are great episodes on their own and i honestly think that if you want to see a mandalorian season three these two episodes are essential viewing because in general you can almost skip the first half of the season get to episodes five uh, five six and seven and have like a trilogy of the mandalorian characters with boba fett you would be confused by why the Boba Fett characters are the way they are. But the fact is, like, I didn't feel like Boba Fett really grew as a character. So it's a bit of a mixed bag because I do like the performances. I do think that there's a lot of good action scenes in it. And the Mandalorian stuff really works. And it's brilliant television. So for me, I would say it's almost like a two and a half star program. But I'm going to give it three stars because of those two episodes. Those two episodes really push the boundaries on how good stars can be in terms of television. I think that it's really solid work and it's a bit of a shame that the the series itself on its own isn't that successful. I do want to say that the Book of Boba Fett has ways to improve in a second season. I hope they get that second season, but I, I would be content if this was a mini series and we get back to Mandalorian season three and four. Because in general, it just shows that the Mandalorian characters are what people care about now, not so much the legacy characters. I think that Boba Fett's going to be sort of accused of being ruined, and I don't agree with that. I think Boba Fett is an interesting character. We just have to improve upon it. A bit of a weaker season one, but overall has two great episodes that are worth watching. And in general, it's a fun ride, even if you're a little disappointed by the end.